and welcome to Arca Cup's best place to chill your friends and get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's Don Blight and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here to talk about the biggest games coming out this week. This game's coming out this year. Yeah, is that a prediction that something we're going to talk about this week is going to be one of the biggest games of the year? Probably, I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully it can dethrone something else. Okay. Also here, Kira Marshall. Hi, I'm excited. We've now had Xbox Shadow drop something, Nintendo Shadow drop something. Next week, PlayStation Shadow dropping something. Let's fucking go, boys. Well, they got Shadow drop. A giant shit. Yeah. Astrobot oh, VR. No, they probably won't Shadow drop coming day one. Astrobot VR would be pretty pop. That would be pretty. Hard. No, if that Shadow drop, that'd be dumb. I'd be like, you shouldn't use this to market the headset. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, that's a dumb Shadow drop. Sorry, but no. Well, there's a the, like a playable thing that's like to help you understand sure. how to use it. Yeah, I mean that would be fine. secret reveal. I actually tangent, but I actually wouldn't be surprised if we got a small PlayStation, whatever they call their things, state of play um, now or this week, like as a lead up to PSVR's release. That would that make sense. That would make sense. That would make sense. They usually do the. Do I think they're going to do it? To a big no. <laughs> no, 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 sure. no. But it would make no, sense. No, what they're going to shadow drop is uh, because they need a, a wizard game to tie in with it, uh, an on rails for spoken spell slinging shooter. Is in VR. Probably in VR. Yeah, I'll yeah. play it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to was... uh, the the teams over at Games Hub and uh, Checkpoint Gaming. You know they've had it rough the last couple of weeks. So I just want to you know. You're doing good work over there. Yeah. Just for no particular reason off the top of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I don't don't like to... You can say what it is if you want. I don't don't want to treat it like it's fucking Voldemort. Well, the Harry Potter game obviously came out. Yeah. We've been tiptoeing around it because, you know, we don't want to talk about it generally. And uh, people have been shit on the internet because people are shit in general, you know? Yeah. From both sides, really. Like... That game's hard to review, like on embargo night. That was the that was the that was the only one I read and like straight away retweeted because I was like, "This is yes, this is everything that I would agree with in a nutshell." Like, very good. I mean, it's crazy because obviously the next day, I think a couple of hours later, we're like, "Oh, we didn't get any game review codes." It was really weird. And then here's Games Hub <laughs> got a review code, put out that yeah. article. Mm. Pretty boss. <laughs> Pretty bo- yeah, boss move. Uh, today on the show, we will not be talking about that, though, because uh, fuck J.K. Rowling. And then uh, we will be talking about Steam Next Fest games that have been playing a bunch of demos, and then everything that happened at Nintendo's uh, big kickoff Nintendo Direct that happened earlier this week. Um, yeah, not really any games to talk about per se this week, because really only one released. Um, but cool. All right. So I'm going to run down. I think Ash has played some of these. I don't think Kieran, I assume Kieran's played absolutely none, but that's fine. Um, none. Your goal none. here is to say which ones actually sound good to you or not based on what we're telling okay, you about. I'll be the unbiased. You can be the unbiased. Uh, I've got Steam links Steam links in the show notes and yeah, also yeah. Uh, so viewers can check them out and also Kieran can look at them. Um, but yeah, 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 There's yeah. still time if you're listening to this at time of release. Just. <laughs> I think just, just download them all and then, you know. I think they, some of them they will turn off even if you download them. If the developers choose to, they can deactivate them, but. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So you have to tell me which ones you play as I bring them up, Ash. So, um, so first one I'll talk about, this is a random order. Uh, so Mika and the Witch's Mountain. 
Uh, I downloaded this one because of the art style. Uh, very, it's like a very cute, colorful uh, art. Um, watch the trailer. It uh, has these like cutscenes and stuff in it that are obviously very Studio Ghibli inspired. Yeah, it looks like um, they've got the, a lawsuit the, coming as well. Yeah, <laughs> even the storyline of the game obviously is very like Ghibli inspired. But oh, is it Kiki's delivery service? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like so. the The demo starts as you're like arriving at this the top of this mountain, like this witch's mountain, oh, no. and um, you're about to begin your training or whatever. But then the witch kicks you off the cliff, and you like arrive at the bo- at this town at the bottom. And uh, the demo is not super long, but you do what what it sort of seems like is you're not good enough to fly back up the mountain and the test from the witches to see if you're, if you can fly back up, then you'll get like trained to be a proper a witch or whatever. Um, so to do that, you're going to get better brooms and get better at your flying or whatever else. And you're going to like do that by doing jobs for the people around town, by delivering their packages for them and stuff. So you can, you can jump on your broom and you can fly it around. It's just very like wholesome sort of um, simple stuff, but that style's fun. Um, I could definitely, I, I liked it. Definitely. I don't know. Like, if it would hold my attention for 20 hours, but, um, but as like a, a short, a short thing, I, which I'm hopeful it is definitely a very cute, uh, fun, like 15 minute demo that I played that I'd be keen to check out more of. Um, they had a Kickstarter that like sort of tied into this demo dropping and whatever else. And that thing's yeah, well past it's what they asked for. So worked out well for them. Um, this does not have a release date really. It just says it's planned releases 2023. The Kickstarter page says like, estimates october so we'll see um next one i played was hello good boy so a because of the name and b because it's literally uh, i watched the trailer and i was like this is a game where you walk around with a little cute dog um show me more um i was sort of disappointed with this one i found the the gameplay to be very like i was struggling to pay it like it just took a very long time to get going there's so much like just like text to click through at the start and stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to like completely write it off because I, I like the the whole idea. But like, oh, I should be reading the scriptures. So I'll start this one. So this is a wholesome non-linear adventure game where a lost soul and his dog set out on an otherworldly trek through the afterlife. Plus, pass into the world beyond, commit acts of kindness for other souls and mend mistakes from the forgotten past life. All with a very good boy by your side. So yeah, the dog talks to you in this. For some reason, I don't know. Because um, he's a good boy. Because he's a good boy. You can pet the dog any and all points. So, you know, 10 out of 10, I guess, <laughs> for that fact. But, yeah, it just took forever to get going is my, my, my sort of problem. I was, I was really struggling to sort of, I was like, come on. Like, I just want to start doing stuff. Like, just clicking through all this text. But, yeah. Uh, then I got God of Rock. So, God of War, Rock description says, The God of Rock has gathered the universe's greatest musicians to clasp in musical supremacy. Battle to the beat by hitting notes in rhythm and unleash harmonic attacks against opponents in this competitive rhythm fighting game hybrid. So, yeah, it's a fighting game, like Street Fighter Attack and whatever, but it is a rhythm game at the same time. So you you pick a character, like, uh, like you do in a normal fighting game screen. There's like a campaign mode, like normal fighting games, where you'll verse different opponents and fight 10 or whatever, and then you can play online and versus people locally or whatever else, but, um, and oh, you, you, they're fighting on screen and the, they fight while you do moves with, you've got down the bottom of the screen, you've got like a four button input 
thing for the for the rhythm of the, the song and whatever else and you can press another button to activate like special attacks and, and stuff like that but yeah so while you're like playing to the music the two characters above are just fighting on like a, a fighting game i not for me i wasn't loving it even as someone who likes rhythm games like just just was leaning a bit more towards the the fighting game aspect and and stuff which is fine but i could definitely see this having a play base um a very yeah i could see this getting a play base for sure um cool cool idea i think and the characters were all very different and um stood out and like got their own personalities and stuff so yeah i, I feel like this will do well uh it's apparently coming out 18th april 2023 next one is driftwood um so this is a game in which <laughs> you're a sloth <laughs> on a uh, uh, long board and you just you're skating man so the synopsis is a game about downhill longboarding and a sloth named eddie <laughs> ride as fast as you can and watch out that you don't fly out on a curve um yeah so it's just a it's this is a downhill you just you're just a sloth man you just gotta you're skating you gotta go fast you gotta do what you gotta do i I had fun with this. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. The fact that it's a sloth, I don't know. It it tickled my funny bone. Um, the, you get like points, obviously, as you race down the hill. You get like close to vehicles and stuff like that. You get more points. Um, you can like, you press forward to go faster, lean back. You can like press L2, R2 sort of things to, you know, put your hand down and like skid around corners and, and stuff like that. I'm not sure what else will be in the full game, if there's going to be different modes or whatever else, but... I, I could definitely see this tickling my my funny bone for a few hours more than what I already got out of the demo. I, I don't yeah. know if it would last longer than that, but for a couple hours, it, you know, that's all you need sometimes. <laughs> like a couple that's, hours. I was going to say, that's yeah. what you need. So, sometimes, a bunch yeah. of different levels, then you're all set. Yeah. It reminds me very much of, um, was it Happy Wheels? Like, I don't know. It just has that same kind of vibe of just the, just the fun but potentially challenging and like there's scoreboards to break. Oh, it's, it actually got hard when I was trying to actually get good scores. Like to do it properly, it's, um, it can get quite tricky. So what I happens when you get hit by a car? Um, it does the whole like screen goes black, your character like rag dolls and flies up into there and then you, you can restart from either the start level or just like a checkpoint, the class checkpoint you hit. Is it funny? <laughs> It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, until you try to actually do it. Until you're trying to do it. Until you're trying to do it properly, and then you're like, "Fuck!" I just, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Exactly. Uh, next one I played was Mail Time. Um, so this is a just another wholesome. Like obviously, uh, for some reason, I'm just always attracted to these wholesome demos because I don't know they just chill out. Whatever. Um, in this game, the synopsis is: It's Mail Time. As a newly trained mail scout, put on your pack, grab those letters and deliver them across Grumble Greed, Grumble Woodgrove. The forest animals eagerly await the side of your mushroom hat in this cozy cottage core light platformer adventure. Um, yeah, so it's just a collectathon with cute vibes, cute little animal characters, and all you're doing is you're like, like in the demo, you arrive at this first of how many levels the game will be, and you go around, you talk to characters, they're like, hey, I need like this many of this thing, can you deliver this thing to this thing, and then this character wants this thing, and whatever else, and all these things are like spread out across the level, and you can, there's like simple platforming to find them, and whatever, it's just a collectathon, and just with funny little characters, and um, I like the way they're drawn, the art style's good, and everything like, um, everything like that, so um, some of the characters have good puns, uh, that was quite enjoyable. So, I again, depending on the length, 
game will be good. If they try and add too much to it, I'll be like, you're, you're dragging this out way too long. I'll, and then I start to get annoyed. But I, if this is a, a nice short length, just, yeah, just a collect-a-thon, I'm down for the full length game of this as well, I think so. Next we've got Planet of Lana. Lana, I'm not actually sure how you're uh, supposed to say it. So, synopsis is a young girl and her loyal friend embark on a rescue mission through a colorful world full of cold machines and unfamiliar creatures. Planet of Lena is a cinematic puzzle adventure framed by an epic sci-fi saga that stretches across centuries and galaxies. What a fucking synopsis, Jesus Christ. Um, so, this is like... Uh, I must, what easiest way to describe it. It's like Limbo or that sort of type of game, I guess, is the, it's a side-scrolling um, narrative platform puzzler where you're quite, you, you're quite often coming up to a, something blocking your path and you've got to work out how to do it. Um, you have a little, or things to overcome, you have a little, your little sidekick thing. You can, for example, at the start of the demo, it's as simple as, you know, like you stand on this thing and the gate opens, you have to tell it to stop there and then you go under and pull something back and, you know, like a, bo a box or that sort of very simple stuff and then you can tell it to come over and you're just sort of working together with this this thing. But um, the world's really interesting. It's a beautiful, beautifully, like, um, just everything in the background of the game. And I, I don't know, recall, like it's, it's, I think it's like two planes of art over top of each other, whatever the word for that is again, I forgot. But um, it's just, yeah, very beautiful art, lots of great creature designs and stuff like that. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in the trailer. If you check out trailer that's not seen in the, the demo, just of these machines and stuff that are in this game and big, weird looking creatures and stuff that are very interesting as well. So um, yeah, this is definitely one that one of the demos I feel like most people would have been checking out, I feel, from the, the next fest, because I know it's a game that a lot of people have been looking forward to since the trailer dropped last year or whatever it was so um, i know i've seen the image of like the the two characters and the stuff falling in the sky and everything so i think i've mm. seen that i feel like it was at one of the major things last year or something like that i feel i can't remember but um then what have we got void train so i know this was one that was getting tweeted about a lot i saw a lot of people talking about this one yeah um not my cup of tea but I can, I can, in fact, I sort of dropped out before demo even finished because just, it was, I just, I wasn't clicking for it. I can definitely see it. Maybe in a full version, it would get me more. But uh, synopsis is become a crew member of an interdimensional express train. Discover a new world full of mysterious creatures, enemies, and places. Upgrade and customize your train, gather new materials, and build better weapons. Play solo or online co-op with up to four people. So setup for this one is you're a engineer um you like come across this cabin at the start of the demo um there's like a voice narrating you too but that's the whole thing um then you uh accidentally set off this interdimensional portal it sucks you into the void uh and then you're you've got this train and you're tethered to the train and you can uh so you can jump off and you won't like fall or anything like that you can only go so far but what you're trying to collect from around you at the start of the demo is like wood and scrap metal and stuff that's just sort of floating in the void and you begin to buy like a, a bench where you can build upgrades research things like smelt uh, meltdown objects and um it's like raft <laughs> yeah yeah but like on a train 
on a space train. Yeah, on a space train. Yeah, uh, but then I never actually watched the trailer prior to playing it. I just downloaded it, but it reached a point in there once you get further in, and they're like, "Oh, here's a gun." Now I'm like, oh, "Okay, I thought this was just like like sort of a chill, just build a train game." But um, yeah, so as you get through, there are like guns and and stuff like that, and. Um, I guess the whole idea is maybe eventually because it's like early access. I don't know if you'd be like you can. I don't know if they're playing a PvP mode or like on top of the the co-op stuff. But I don't know you you can go around with your train or whatever. But yeah, I mean it's got co-op and combat and and stuff. So I don't know. It's it was definitely one of the most tweeted about games I feel from the, the Steam Nexus though. The one I saw most people talking about on my Twitter feed at least. So um. Then I got Horde Hunters. So I saw someone, I can't remember who, or I saw an article, I can't remember who, but I saw someone at some stage say Horde Hunters is uh, Vampire Survivors, but like the new version, or like slightly different, but obviously inspired by Vampire Hunters. Um, Survivors, sorry. And I was like, cool, go try that. And that's exactly what it is, but with some slight changes. So this description reads, Horde Hunters is a challenging Horde survival rogue light that plays like a twin stick shooter. Explore procedurally generated maps to collect resources and use weapons, abilities and items to slay thousands of monsters in all in about 15 minutes. So it works the same as Vampire Survivors where you uh, your character auto attacks for you consistently, you uh, buy upgrades, you unlock new weapons, all that sort of stuff. So the further you play through, the more hectic shit that's happening on screen. However, there are a few like key differences. There's actual... Uh, there's like a map system for a start. They have like little mini side objectives activate during the levels that you can try and race towards to get better rewards. Uh, there is buildings you can stop at and buy things that spawn throughout the map. So it is, it is, it's just vampire survivors, but with stuff added on. And I feel like for some people, that's going to be really great for other people. They're like, no, nah, you've sort of ruined the, the simplicity of vampire survivors and why people really like that game. So I don't know. I liked it. I don't know. I definitely can't say I can say it's better or worse or whatever based on my short time playing it. But um, I definitely feel like uh, once people click onto this, everyone who really loved Vampire Survivors is probably going to at least try this out at once. So um, I don't know if you heard this one, Ash, but surely you, you'd be interested. No, in yeah, game. I just hit yeah. download. So. <laughs> See, there you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I mean, aiming? What a concept. Yes, you can aim. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I was about to say, if you haven't heard of this, I was expecting you to download it. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's out very soon. Um, it goes into early access on the 17th of February. So it's cool. Uh, Bleak Sword DX. So this is a, I think it was an Apple Arcade game that's now coming to uh, PC. So discover and destroy increasingly horrifying creatures across an oppressive lo-fi world wielding fierce weaponry and powerful magic in this pocket-sized action adventure published by devolver digital uh so this uh, you can tell like the mobile roots to it but i i think um i think it's like it's fun still on the i never played it on mobile but i think it works perfectly fine playing on your pc or console wherever it comes out but um you Lo-fi is correct, like all the characters, worlds, and everything, and then even the the levels themselves are sort of these floating uh, little obstacles, uh, floating landscapes, I guess, in the the middle of your screen. Um, and you enter a dungeon, and it's like one one, and then you go to one two, one three, etc., 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 and you just spawn in. You have to battle a couple enemies, and then you go to the next level and and stuff like that. It's very simple. You've got attack. You've got like a strong attack. You've got a block. Um, 
I don't know if you unlock more as you go along. I presume you would, but um, but and then once you get to like one ten or whatever it is, you'll do a boss battle. Um, you can only hold two items at once. So I guess like a lot of the strategy then comes in as like say at the end of the level it drops a health potion. You can take that because you think you may need to use it, but then what like you may also have a health potion and the enemy drops like an amulet and like that gives you like plus five armor. So you, you but you only have two spots, either consumables or equipping item so yeah i don't know as it i never played the mobile version but yeah it's um i liked what i played i thought it was good uh then we got town seek so this is the upcoming from publisher super rare originals uh they announced it and sort of were like hey here's the demo at the same time but uh synopsis is Embark on a journey across the world of Explorer and discover the lost legacy of Sir Reginald Shuckingston. Discover exotic landmarks, trade with faraway towns, fish, mine, and farm as you complete your journal and make a name for yourself. So, very colourful world. Uh, Very cartoon, comic book-like, I guess, design of the landscapes and everything. Uh, You're flying around as an airship and at least whoa, whoa. you're burying as... the lead dylan okay you're a, sh- you're a shark you're a shark in a world <laughs> in which sharks okay, have developed technology to live above the yeah. war- ocean yes yeah, it's a good point yeah, and now they've got airships good. yeah whoa it's a good point. sharks now travel via the sky yeah. the world's fucked yeah. it's jaws in the and sky the world's just screwed yeah well the, the character's speaking to you at the, the start well, of the game they're not like, jaws you, you can't comment on jaws You've never seen Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, the character at the start of the game I'm talking to you is like names Captain Jawline or something very. Yeah. <laughs> what, a name! what a fucking name! Yeah. Let's go. So it's a very good name. Uh, but yeah, you're sort of just like trading between all these different places. So and everywhere's sort of run by different animals. You know, there'll be like a, a bunny place and a whatever a cat place and whatever else um and then you get very simple i don't know i don't know if there's more to the gameplay i don't really know if there needs to be because it just seems very chill if that's what it is which is that you're simply going around they'll be like hey we want this stuff and you get some missions and whatever else and then you sort of just got to find a town that has the item that this town wants and i assume as the game gets long it becomes more complicated where it's like well this town wants this thing this town has that thing but they also want this thing but that town will give you that thing if this town gets this thing and you know eventually you're doing this like big line of um trading items and whatever else to to get stuff um you played this one i believe yeah i mean making, yeah i only played it for a little while but yeah you could get the gist of it's it's a trading game where you yeah you're doing different missions and that kind of stuff and kind of exploring the world and yeah it looks beautiful very yeah interesting that world. Great. i feel like that's great. the major draw um so yeah i'm keen to check it out when eventually releases yeah, they just say 2023 at the moment, so. Um, yeah. Uh, next one is Minico's Night Market. So, uh, again, just art style character designs are all fantastic. This one, I feel they like, swear I watched a trailer for this for like two years ago. It's been a while. But anyway, um, you play as Minico, who's like sort of arrived at this new village, um, and she gets gifted this like crafting bench at the start of the game by someone and she like begins learning how to make certain flower design like flower wreath things whatever you want to call those um 
Oh, fuck, I should read description. Minico's Night Market is a narrative-driven social simulation adventure game that celebrates Japanese culture while encouraging players to craft, eat, and ultimately enjoy all the cats. There you go. Um, so you... I didn't get to do so the night market part, but so the game the demo starts with you sort of exploring around the the part of the town. You can speak to a bunch of the characters. You can pick some flowers. Um, as you pick flowers, your energy goes down. So it seems like there's a day system where you have to what actions you do in a day. You sort of have to choose how you want to spend your energy. Do you want to use, spend it all like I get like picking flowers or doing so, some other things? So as an element of that. Um, and then it seems at, when the, the night comes around on Saturday, there's like a calendar in your house and it like circles the Saturday because that's when the night market is. So when it seems that when the night market comes around, you're going to be attending it and you're going to be trying to sell your um, your stuff for profit. And I don't know what the ultimate goal is, but to get rich, I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's something like that. But um, then there's also this like this weird plot that you play in the demo where it introduces this uh, flower garden that's been guarded by all these like men in black people in suits and for some reason, they've like captured all these cats because they ca they hate cats for some reason. So um, you sneak around and you have to do like very simple puzzles as like turning on radios and stuff to distract them and whatever else. So you can break these cats out and um, and then they leave and you can pick the flowers from this place as well. But um, yeah, funny, funny dialogue, great little character designs, cute little... Um, cute little world and everything to explore definitely like i can usually tell if i really enjoyed a demo and this falls under it where i like you know i walked up to something i pressed uh, you know press the button to go do the next thing and it just comes up like wish list now and i'm like oh well i was enjoying that <laughs> you know instead of oh thank god the demo's over so i can get bored so um yeah obviously the japanese uh, culture inspirations very heavily felt throughout it but um i just feel like if you like cute little cat games <laughs> that, that, that would be the the bare minimum of what you're doing here all right ash tell us about uh lake berg legacies i did download this i haven't played it i don't know if i will have time because yeah but this, I will. this but is anyway, the yeah. uh how does this go social based village management sim uh so uh take fate into your own hands in lake berg legacies a social based village management game where love is your favorite resource play matchmaker to create the most effective and the most loved up couples and help your kingdom thrive uh, so it it's a kingdom builder, but the way you build your village is you hook them up with other villages in surrounding I'll kingdoms, work. and then you know, then they'll either have oh. the, then they'll like have children and like grow your kingdom, or whatever. Uh, but you know, works. obviously, do you the op does it, like do you find somebody who fills a job that you needed filled, or do you find the perfect match for the the person the person you know? And you kind of build your way up. Obviously, you can like recruit people and that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. There's like very some amusing mechanics, like uh, like you have to put them in houses and stuff, and then you can look in the houses and like, it, but there's like chance of there's like a chance of baby meter. So as long as there is a spare room in the house, there's a Good. chance they could have a baby. So mm. so as soon as the chance meter went up to like fifteen percent. I'll just add an extra room to the house. And then, you know, Whoa. there'd be babies. And then they were like, man, we've got this whole extra, extra room in our house. God, what are we going to fill it with? Let's have a <laughs> kid. Another kids. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's quite charming. And uh, uh, there's the occasional, like, random event where, you know, they could start, uh, there could be trouble with the different relationships. Like, this. Well, who's going to be like, twins? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, not in my game, but, like, uh, one couple was came up 
was like, oh, we're having trouble with impotence. Like, how should we handle this situation in medieval times? Where you like, have you met Greg? <laughs> and you're born in, like, Would you like to bring in a third part, third person? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was pretty fun. You know, just building up your resources, building all the re- the different relationships and that kind of stuff. Very deep. Like, there's lots of different stats and stuff that you could like completely go into the weeds with. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was quite enjoyable uh, demo. Uh, then I've got Bramble the Mountain King. So Bramble the Mountain King is a grim adventure set in a world inspired by dark Nordic fables. Explore the beautiful yet dangerous and twisted land of Bra- Bramble in your endeavor to rescue your sister. Traverse a wondrous landscape and survive deadly encounters with Bramble's many hideous creatures. Um, yeah, so this is another demo that I was would have happily just kept playing. Very much had been looking for when they announced there was a demo for this up. This was like one of the first ones downloaded because been keen on this for a little while. But um, I I guess similar again. Like you could describe this like I guess similar to Limbo or whatever again, but it's not like a fully side scroll. I guess it's more in line with um. Even though I've never played it, I, like just based on the way it looks like maybe little nightmares or something. I I don't know what the the, the comparison you'd make is, but um, you're sort of. So like beautiful game too. Like I said, you start and you're just like walking along these grassy hills and it's just like, you're just like this small character walking amongst the grass and right near the start of the demo, you walk up and there's a, for some reason there's a hedgehog with like a seat on top of it and you get to ride that around for a bit. And I was like, oh man, this game's great. <laughs> I'm riding a hedgehog through water. How fucking good is this? And they play, there's some uh, cool song that's playing. I, I assume it's like a Nordic song. I couldn't understand what what the hell's being said i was like oh this game's like very cool like very cinematic and everything and then you're sort of going through this water at the start and then he um um the character starts like starts losing control that just starts like dancing like all uncontrollably anyway it turns out there's a dude like a um i can't remember what the fuck they're called in like nordic folklore anyway there's like a dude like playing a song in the river uh on this guitar like causing you to lose control and like start dancing and when he spots you the end of demos you sort of having to run away and try and escape from him um fucked up looking dude you can see him in the trailer too but uh this was really cool i i think the world is very much felt throughout of it there's there's like there's an element where you like interact with a stone troll who you have to who's like sleeping and to wake up you have to sort of make it sneeze and then it's like oh sorry my bad i'll get out of your way so like, um there's yeah lots of really cool stuff happening in this this is probably one of my favorite things i'd um demos i played from the, the steam next fest and i guess if 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 the words inspired by dark nordic fables makes you go oh then yeah i'd suggest checking that out because that's going to tick some boxes for some people i think uh then we got the last case of benedict Fox. So I feel like we haven't heard this game since oh. it first showed up at the Xbox, Xbox uh, thing, like ages and ages and ages ago. But so exciting. Uh, but they had a demo in Steam Next Fest, so actually got to play it, even though I haven't seen anything for ages, which was cool. Um, still very keen on it. It is very much like. I feel like it wasn't that long. Ago. I, I feel, feel like it was. Like, yeah, I feel like it was there. Some games fest it's period. Within, was it? Yeah, I feel like it was within the last twelve months. Yeah. Feels like it was ages ago, but um, so <laughs> no, I feel like it was first announced like literally last year. Could have been. Uh, synopsis for this one says <laughs> Take on the last case of Benedict Fox and dive into a twisted world of secret organizations, forbidden rituals, and cold blooded murders. Explore the memories of deceased victims as you search for clues 
and fight demons in this fantastical Lovecraftian Metroidvania. Um, and yeah, that's the easiest, those last words are the straight up easiest way to describe the game. It's a Lovecraftian Metroidvania through and through. So you are like at the start, I, I, the demo sort of throws you into a bit where, it's, which is fine. It's that demo thing of like, I don't fully understand where Benedict is at at this point, but that's fine. Um, you're sort of looking to, I guess, a mystery in this house, and as you're exploring it, there's some slight puzzles you can do there. You're trying to figure out what happened to this person or what or, or whatnot, and then you dive into this this the, when you dive into the memory thing or whatever, um, the memories of the deceased me- victims. That's when it sort of goes into full Metroidvania mode. So you know, big map, um, le- like areas you have to figure out how to unlock, like you know, left, right, which way do you go? Like full Metroidvania sort of exploration and stuff uh combat is a mix of you've got ranged options but they're limited but it's obviously mostly built around hand-to-hand combat um you're not fighting anyone at least in the the demo in the real world you're just fighting people in the 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 memories world thing um like demon creature things um but yeah it's, it's as simple as you know block parry attack you can pull out his pistol but it's like sort of limited it does a lot of damage but it's limited obviously to to how often you can shoot that thing um and then yeah i got to the I, it, very stunning world like just the lovecraftian inspiration to how fucked up the the world you're making your way through like just you, it, you can tell like if you would show anyone a picture from this game and be like what do you think inspired this like if they don't say lovecraft i don't like because like, it's just got that through and through typical lovecraft inspiration um you've got this voice i don't this is the other thing i don't fully understand which is fine but you're like you've got this voice thing that's inside you this creature i guess or whatever that's like talking to you so you'll find evidence or whatever and then you'll just hear like oh he liked to do the it reminded me of um the darkness and like like the voice of the where it's like venom and the voice of venom in your head like talking to you about what's happening or that sort of thing so it's a bit weird but um, I got to the end of the demo. I tried. I got up to this boss battle. I tried to do it twice, and it was like kicking my ass. And I was like, you know what? For a demo, <laughs> I don't fuck it. I'm done. Like whatever. I can't be fucked trying to beat this boss. But yeah, um, Metroidvania, Metro, uh, Lovecraft is 100% what this is. Very cool. Can't wait to play more. Um, comes out now. We got an official release date, 28th of April. Uh, then I got High Water. So this one's interesting because so this is. A game from the people who made, um, fuck, what's it called? I'm making blanking now. Um, the fucking golf one. Bloody hell. Uh, oh, I'll look it up. Where is developer? Developer. Let me click on that. Really? Why does it show up here? I'm going insane. Anyway, it's a golf one. Top sellers. No? Really? Anyway. Um, it's like the, the, the golf club wasteland. I think that's what it's called. That sort of thing. So it's the, You've got exploring this world. Um, you, you're sort of at the, it's like you're on earth. It's at the edge end of humanity. The whole place is flooded. You're on a, a craft. I really like the way they put the, this is a great demo. Like I've always say like what, like just purely judging a, you know how sometimes we, on what do you want to watch Ash? We'll just talk about how it was a, like it was a good trailer, but not really for me. This was, yep. even if you don't like the, the demo i'd say you could still appreciate the way the demo is put together because what it does is it'll you play through a part and then it literally like you're watching a vhs vhs tape it'll be like like you'll see stuff like flash across the screen and suddenly you're playing like something further in the game and then you play like this little section and then like fast forwards you through to another section later in the game so you sort of get a taste of um 
different parts of the game. So just playing a, a chunk. So I, I quite enjoyed that. So um, you get to see the start of the game where the characters talk about how uh, there's there's a spacecraft that the ultra rich are going to take to escape Earth that is all but over because it's flooded um, to Mars and they're going to live on Mars. And in Golf Club Wasteland, you're playing an ultra rich dude who for fun because they're bored on Mars flies back down to earth to play golf on the wasteland because they've mm. got nothing else better to do. Um, so you so you've had these elements where you're sort of like driving this little boat around, talking to people at the start. And then, um, cause I didn't really know fucking nothing about this game. I knew like it got announced, but I couldn't remember this part, but it's actually a turn-based strategy game, <laughs> like, which sort of happened. I was like, what? Okay, sure. That's, I didn't expect that, but, um, yeah, like fully, um, grid based, um, like you've got environmental things where you can get behind poles, knock them onto enemies, um, get behind cover, enemy attacks do less damage, like the full sort of array of what you would expect out of a, a typical turn-based sort of strategy game like this. Um, and I really liked all of what I played. Um, so you do like one bell where it's just you, the, the main character at start, and then like it fast forwards you to when you've got another character and then it fast forwards you to another part where you've got like a full like five characters. So you get like the full array of how the turn-based stuff would happen there. And some of those characters have guns, other characters, have, they've all got like special abilities, all these sorts of things. Um, um, really cool. I, I, I think it's a, a, the art's nice. The It's got the same thing that Golf Club Wasteland does where there's like a weird radio station with music that's playing at times. Um, all the battle stuff, the combat stuff seemed really, uh, like I really like when real-time battle, oh, sorry, turn-based strategy stuff like that's done really well. So I feel like maybe this one might be one for you to check out as well, Ash, to be honest. Yeah. I know you like that stuff sometimes. Yeah, so. no, that one just then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd suggest that as well. And then the last one, um, I think you've played this one, right? Tape to tape. I was going to say, this isn't a Dylan one, right? Because I just opened it and went, Dylan downloaded this? Oh, yeah, I played this for a, no. I played this for a fair bit. Um, do you play Sash? Or, or no? What, tape to tape? Tape to tape, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so tape to tape, very fucking good. Um, this is, synopsis is, tape to tape is a roguelike hockey game where every choice matters on your journey to build the best hockey team. Choose your path, hire unique players, discover synergies between them, pick unique abilities, bribe the referee, or visit the Blade Master on your way to restore hockey's former glory. This game came out of nowhere. I'd never heard of this, and I was playing the demo because I just saw, like, I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll give that a go. And then I'm playing it, I'm like, why have I heard this game? Because this is really fucking good. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it is really fucking good. So that's sort of why I left it last, because um, I feel like this is one that I've heard fucking no one talk about, and it's, it's criminal. So by roguelike, what they mean is you'll start, I guess, a path, um, and like, if you quit out, you sort of like, you, you lose everything. Like, you you got to do a run. You got to do a full run yeah. and it'll, sometimes you have to choose between like two different directions and whatever, like a typical roguelike sort of scheme of stuff there. And there'll be big, um, matches where you're playing hockey and it's, you know, first to, uh, best out of two rounds other matches. They're just first to score one point wins. Like there's variations to it and so on and so forth. Um, but how it starts is you, you sort of pick your team. And you play hockey and it's your typical, I don't know, how would you describe, you know, where your typical sports game where you, is it just your typical sports game where you press a button to switch between characters, like switch the yeah, closest character on the screen? That's, 
Yes. Yeah, so your typical sort of sports game um, mechanics built into this, but it's hockey. Um, but they have wild and wacky special abilities. Like um, one of them uh, that you, so I assume it, you would have got the same or maybe it's randomized. I don't know. But my guys had all this thing where they could just throw the fucking hockey stick just straight at a player in front of them, knock no, them the I fuck out. No, I did not get that. <laughs> 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 <Which> is wild. Because <laughs> dude will just be like getting so close to goal and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Take that, motherfucker. You're down. <laughs> so that was good shit. Um, but yeah, even with all the special abilities, the I found myself really like, I'm sitting here on my controller like, oh, you fucking cunt. Like, you know, like, I'm just, I'm Super like, into I, it. yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I was really getting into it. And I didn't feel like even, I didn't feel like the superpowers were, or the, like the abilities were sort of overshadowing the key sports gameplay between, like most of my really cool um, goals were always where I just simply like outmaneuvered a player, pass back, and then you know, like you know, like it was just on bare basic smart, sort yeah. of like yeah. yeah, just smart like maneuvering with fundamentals. The, 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 yeah, fundamentals. So um, you just got to really make the players' egos like grow. Yeah, well, yeah, I was fucking feeling it because once you score, the camera like pans in a little bit and music starts playing, and you can like press a button to be like yeah, yeah. and I'm like yeah, fuck you, man. Like I'm skating around the ring like fuck you guys like <laughs> <laughs> i'm starting fights in the corner um you know uh and then at the end of every match you get like uh, points like the level up your team or whatever but then you can also pick uh like randomly gives you three abilities i think they're called like artifacts in the game but anyway they're three abilities and you can pick one of those and assign it to a character so maybe it's um you do more damage in the first half. You they they're better at like protecting. Um, maybe they're better at stopping the puck, and you put that on your defenders or whatever else. Um, and then when you get to the end of the the run, uh, there's like a big boss battle. Yep. <laughs> yep. So like true regular like fashion. I don't know. How, I don't know if it, it's like, you, like obviously the big boss was like the zebras, I believe a, the team. I don't. Yes. Yes. yes? It was the same. And yes. I don't know if it was me or it's the thing, but the first goal I scored, they ruled it out. As if it's like, I, didn't, I don't think that happened. Like, as if no, I get the umpires. Like yeah, because obviously side. they're wearing umpires. The umpires on like, side. oh, yeah. it's cancelled. Yeah, yeah. Oh. that's kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah, this is super fun. I mean, if even even if it was just the basic arcade hockey game, that would be it's super enjoyable. Yeah. But then you add all the roguelike elements to it, and like uh, okay. building up this team. I assume you'll be able to do over several runs and like get. Rec- it looks like a great switch game or a stream a steam deck game like it looks very good for that kind of just chilled out on the couch or in bed there's nothing chill about this potentially nothing chill about this you'll break your switch (laughs) (laughs) you'll break your switch that's why the joy comes from right like that's fine yeah um anything else i uh i didn't muck around in the i only just played the main path i know you could like jump straight into a match or whatever no yeah i only played the main thing and apparently yeah. it's multiplayer and stuff so yeah there's multiplayer as well um no it's yeah it's it's really good so i i i don't know where this game sort of came from but yeah if you like sports games and you like roguelikes this is the best combination it's like the best combination of some of your favorite things ash i feel like so. yeah it's, it's kind yeah. of crazy <laughs> I, I remember seeing a trailer for this at some point when i was looking uh for something else uh, happened across it so yeah i was anticipating the the demo coming out so yeah I'm really happy. It's really good. So pretty keen. Yeah. No, it's really good. Yeah. I was like every, every time my goalie would miss a shot, I'd be like, you fucking piece of shit. Like get good, mate. No. 
It was great. Um, I, I, got, I, I recruited like the really fast player. Even if I just went, had, like, I just, I just went there with the, I went with the not boring generic like best like medium in the middle. Yeah. So, Wait, this yeah. is pretty much just Mighty Ducks the game. Yeah, kind of. Because in the Mighty Ducks, I can't. I think it's the second one. There's the guy that's real fast, yeah. but he doesn't know how to stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, this punch you can't shoot very good. But, you know, you just get yeah. it go down and fast, like really close to the goal, and then you know just pass it back, pass it inward, mm. and you know. Great tactics. I love the. I just love the replays though, because I'll be you'll yeah. be watching back and like see characters like pass, and the other team would just like fumble and miss it. You like, <laughs> fucking suck. Like uh, <laughs> I never, no, I never skipped a replay. Skip a replay when the enemy scored against me. Sure. Yeah. Anytime like, yeah. I scored, like I'm like, oh, I'm watching. I mean, that's this like shit. real. Life, you know? <laughs> Fast yeah. forward, you can't on replays. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is coming out 2023. Um. Keen. Looks looks uh very 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 good so far based on everything we've played. Absolutely, I'd put this definitely in my the surprise for everything that's come out of this for me because mm. I hadn't I unlike you I'd never actually heard this or seen this before. Yeah. Um, what was it out of everything you played, Ash? Did, question of the week. Yeah, you got I do one? have I one other one. I played. A oh, hold bit on, of, I missed this. Oh, yeah. yeah, I played a bit of Capes, Capes, which is a superhero based turn based strategy game. By Brisbane Studio Spitfires Interactive. Yeah. Uh, I new story. I mean, I didn't I? Yeah. it's solid. Um, it is very much like it. The storyline that it reminded me the most was like X Men Age of No, Days of Future Past, where it's like, oh, the government's won, you know, and, you know, you're mm-hmm. playing the superheroes who are kind of trying to fight against the, the man or whatever, uh, s- slowly recruiting up a team of heroes i guess um mm. it's it's a bit rough around the edges i think uh like visually it, they're very going for the comic book like very old comic book style of uh graphics and storytelling and everything uh kind of reminded me i don't know if you guys ever heard of this but there was a game called freedom force that that was on pc or something that also was like an old superhero game uh it kind of reminded me of that but uh yeah, yeah. I, I think it looks interesting enough um from the snippet I played, I'd be willing to give it a little bit more time uh, in the future. But yeah, I thought that was one, one worth shouting out as well, seeing as it's Australian team as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, what was your fa- what would be your favorite demo you played? Then? Oh, tape to tape. <laughs> so much fun! Sure- like, yeah, the, yeah, like easily the one I devoted the most time to. Yeah, I'd say either tape to tape or. I don't know, Bramble would be my runner-up, but I don't know. I think I played the most of Tape to Tape as well, so maybe Tape to Tape would be my answer as well. Uh, sort of really surprised me, that one. So um, if you've played a bunch of the Steam demos, uh, let us know what your favourite is over on the Twitters or Discord. Um, links are in the show notes. All right, let's go over the Nintendo Direct that happened this week all the news all the fun things get everyone's thoughts uh but first up before we do our usual thing of trailer by trailer um karen overall what do you think of nintendo's first showing up yay or no can i uh, i feel like it's good (laughs) i just (laughs) i feel like there was a lot of stuffing like i feel like there was a lot of um games a lot of contractually obligated (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah like i just feel like there was a lot of stuff in there 
Um, and also, just one minor nitpick that I don't love about Nintendo, and I guess they do it for all their directs. I really hate that they like have like the the splash card before the game trailer starts. Like in terms of like you know the one that really annoyed the me Metroid. or got me was the was the Metroid one. Like was before Metroid it popping up on the screen being like Metroid Prime Remastered or whatever, and I was like, just, just let it trailer. run. Like just don't don't just show the trailer and let people be hyped. Like it just it robs all of, like even with like the Breath of the like the Tears of the Kingdom trailer at the end. It's like just. Let it run, and I mean, they did. They said that... we've got one more segment. Yeah, they did. With... Yeah, 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 but I, I guess I wonder who it could be. Metroid. I'm just like, just, just. I get it. You got, you had the hype moment of, hey, we're shadow dropping this, but like, let it be a complete like experience of a fun moment of just, hey, we're rolling with it. This is what's you know, this is the fun bit, and it's just yeah, it's a little disappointing. It just makes it feel a little bit. More, I don't want to say clinical, but just very structured. And I guess that's just the the Japanese culture of the Japanese way. Um, but overall, it's good. Like it has some good stuff in there. I just feel like it was very weighed down by a lot of um, kind of yeah, C or D tier type of games for me personally. Ash, yeah, uh, like on our usual system, I'd probably give it one up, one down. Uh, yeah. I thought it was solid. A lot of uh, yeah, solidly paced, very long. You know, there were some good surprises though, and that kind of stuff. So. Um, double thumbs up for me. Bangers. <laughs> Absolute bangers all around. I feel like it comes down to a personal taste thing, obviously, for these sorts of things, but there's just a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit in here that I was like, yeah, fucking boy. Yeah, let's go. So, yeah, sort of depends on how much how much of these you're going to play and whatever else, but um, I thought it was a really great director. And even, like, taking my own personal opinions out of it, I feel like if Nintendo's your main platform, this shit sure is firing off on all cylinders for for the hardcore Switch fans out there. Like, I'd, I'd really would love to hear if that's not the case. Um, all right, so let's go through what they had. Of course, we'll just stop talking about the stuff we actually, us here, should talk about or care about, the stuff, and as always, that none of us really play or care about. No offense to Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but... Um, so Pikmin 4, so first, like, sort of um, deep dive gameplay that we've had for Pikmin 4. Um, I thought this... I've never played a Pikmin game. Right, so this Same. is going to be my. F- I've always been curious about. Yes, me too, and this is definitely going to be my first Pikmin game. I think this looks awesome, very cute. I love the like puzzle designs and everything that t- typical Pikmin's. Like I know what Pikmin's gameplay is. I've just never um, played by myself, but I love the new perspective. I love this little dog creature thing that's helping you out, and I know like taking you across water and just being chilled with all the little Pikmin and helping them out and stuff like that. Charging through. Yeah, just yeah. fucking helping out the team. You know what? Oh, oh, squad, <laughs> what a good boy. So uh, yeah. I think this looked really cool. What do you what do you think, Keanu? Are you keen to try your first Pikmin? In? Uh, I'm keen. As as the same as you, I've always been curious about Pikmin games. Um, so to see this one um, be potentially you know accessible for me was was really quite cool. Um, I laughed at the end where it had like that teaser of like the creature, like the alien with like the red eyes coming. I was like, man, is every Nintendo game going to have a Blood Moon now and then or something? Yep. Um, but no, other than that, I'm just it, it looks good. It looks like more Pikmin, but it looks like it's. Definitely at least been brought into the current modern generation of gaming, which I think maybe the previous Pikmin have maybe felt a little bit to be lacking in bits and pieces. Pikmin for you, Ash? Or? Not really. Yeah. Uh, then we got, yeah, so Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion pass, cool for Xenoblade Chronicles fans. And they had Sama the Amigo Party Central. This is a, um, the Shaky Joker controllers, like the, uh, what are they called, Maracas. Um, 
I don't know. Looks ridiculous, but also I kind of want to try it. <laughs> I like rhythm games, so I don't know if I will because I know if I can be bothered buying it and trying it. But I don't know rhythm games. Why are fun. not? Yeah, I could, I could I could get down with this. I feel. I feel like I, I could. You could get, realize you have a second life. Maybe. Maracas. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Put, put my feelers out for a review code on me. Um. <laughs> then we got Fashion Dreamer. So I I hated this trailer simply because of the whole. You know, influencer, <laughs> you know, it'd be a fashion when they were influencer. About like, bro, yeah. come on. No, like, I've got nothing against it. Like, I think the art style's cute. I think, like, the whole, you know, being a, like, making a game about fashion, that's fine. That's that's cool. It was just the, the narrative part that was bothering me the, the wrong way about, like, being a fashion influencer. Yeah. Uh, Dead Cells returned to Castlevania. So it's literally just Castlevania and Dead Cells combined, two, like, two games that I'm sure there's a big crossover of fan bases for. So, Feels like it's going to go well for everyone and above, and everyone's in it. Dracula, Belmont, whole Alucard. fucking squads here. Alucard, yeah, whole, whole squads here. So it's cool. Uh got our first trailer for Tron Identity. So this is the Bithel Games Tron game they announced last year at Who's some Jared point. Leto? What? <laughs> Who's Jared Leto in this? Does he look? No, like the rumor like is he's yeah. going to be in the ne- the no. sequel. The next oh, Tron movie. The rumor is, the rumor is the big project that Jared Leto is always wanting to be a part of is a new Tron movie mm. after he saw Tron Legacy. <laughs> Tron Legacy is good. So dumb. Tron Legacy is good, but it is good. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Tron Legacy no. is good. I thought I can remember. Tron I stand by. Tr- I stand by. Tron, Le- Tron Legacy was good. I, I enjoy Tron Legacy. I mean, CGI Jeff Bridges is not good. Yeah, no, his CGI looks terrible, but... <laughs> was it Jeff Bridges? I swear it was... Um, was his name Karen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this game looked cool. So, obviously, it's the, it's sort of in this narrative adventure style that Bithel Games has been getting into a lot lately, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm either, like, excited or not about it I, I like the Tron world I could I could. I, I feel like I want to play this I don't know if you, what do you think Ash sorry do you care about this Tron game uh I think I'd be willing to give it a go just cause you know it, you know Tron's a pretty solid franchise and the Bithel game like you really like that John Wick game that they did so yeah I did I, I think but... you know looks interesting enough I'd be give yeah. it a chance yeah uh, then we got Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. It's like a side-scrolling adventure game that looks like it was made from the nineties. But um, yeah, I got nothing for that one to be completely honest. Um, cool. Then we got Decker Police. So it's like a third-person fighting game. I was trying to think of what it reminded me of, but I don't know. I mean, any third-person fighting game, action adventure game, I guess. But uh, anime-inspired. But then you also like got Ace Detective type case stuff happening look kind of cool to me i like detective anime fighting action adventure games Dude, I, I can get down to this i think this um yeah no there's a, a there's a lot of detective games in this yeah and one of them okay. i'm really fucking keen like for and we'll get to later but yeah yeah no there's like four of them um but this one i think i remember seeing this a while ago now and yeah no it looks cool it's from level five. So. Level five, so yeah. yeah. It's got a presence. You've got a track record that makes track record, yeah. Backing. Uh coming out this year, so. 
Uh, then we've got Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Uh, cool trailer. Like, it's, like I, I think that I think this game is funny because I feel like a lot of people could be watching this going, like, getting into this but never cared about the other games because this just sort of has a different... Like, obviously, it's a completely different game style, completely different art style. Like, it doesn't... Nothing like the other Bayonetta's. It just makes me wonder if a bunch of people are going to try this out who have never actually played the Bayonetta's, which is fine. Like, it's just, it's just interesting, yeah. but... Um, introducing yeah, a bunch cool. of kids to this and then yeah and then don't want to play the film don't want to play the actual bayonetta games maybe I don't know. um but yeah this looks really cool i i i'm surprised it's coming out so fast and this has just happened in the background but yeah i, I really like the way this looks but i was surprised by the game mechanics of it yeah what the using shesha yeah and you not being yeah, able well, she's to a like, kid. attack or anything because she's a kid okay kids kids fight in lots of games yeah i guess but Bayonetta was a was well, kids was are constantly the, in danger and having to use yeah. violence. Well, I get uh, if you've played Bayonetta, like there's nothing shocking about this. Like it's it's known that like when, like in the game, whenever they have flashbacks, but like Bayonetta such the razor when she was this age was she wasn't like she was a kid. She was like yeah, makes sense. Uh, that's coming out March 16th. Sorry, 17th. Uh, then we got Splatoon three expansion passwords now. So wave one in Codpolis returns. So the the location from the first game, you'll be able to go back to that. I'm um, going to add in a bunch of new events and whatever else, and it's redone. Uh, and then the wave two is going to be called Side Order, um, which was teased at the very end of this. It looks like it's a single player stuff, or at least that's what it looked like to me. But you know, yeah, see. you know what it reminded me. <laughs> what the what's the Mickey Mouse games? You know the oh the black paint. and white ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. Yeah, it did kind of look like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm betting you have to paint the entire world or something. You know, the first one did so well, and then the second one bombed, as all I remember. Because the second one had um the other, the bunny in it. I yeah, can't remember the bunny's name. Fucked up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the bunny fucked it up for everyone. That's why it was never a thing. <laughs> no. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, talking about Mickey Mouse though, so we got a trailer for Disney Illusion Island. Wow. So <laughs> this looks really really cool um obviously platforming game disney this is one of the ones they announced at disney game showcase or whatever late last year um but yeah you can play local co-op um you can hug one another to share um health and help each other out how cool is that that's really wholesome but art style is really awesome characters all, all that sort of stuff i'm keen for this i don't know does anyone else care about this no come on i mean it I looks cool how. i wish it was on Another platform. I think it is. It's not no, everything, it's a switch. is it? Fucking hell. Wouldn't surprise me if it comes to stuff. Oh, yeah, probably. Later, but, yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem's Engage got an expansion pass. They talked about, about six new characters coming to the game. Cool for fans of that. I've been finding really hard FOMO to play Fire Emblem Engage. Why? Or to go back and really? play through houses. I don't know why. I've just had this, like, thing of just kind of wanting to jump into them. And yeah, it's a whole thing, and I've resisted the urge of very much about. I, I think you've just got too much FOMO. It's... Yeah, you need to see a doctor. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just have to wait Imbal- out a week, and then you'll find something. You got an imbalance of FOMO. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. Imbalance of FOMO. I just I see people enjoying themselves, and I want to enjoy <laughs> myself too. <laughs> you have like an in- enlarged gallbladder that causes yeah. too much. Too much FOMO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, too much FOMO. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just a sis. <laughs> uh, then we had Harmony, the Fall of Reverie announced. So this is the new game from Dote Nod. Um, very cool art style. Um, I don't really know how you 
even really explain that. I don't know. Like, it looks like a cartoon show is what it looks like. I don't know. Um, but the game's story is sort of confusing, but that's fine. Uh, so you, like, are a character in the real world, and then you, like, cross over into this place. Um, we've got the power of clairvoyance for a start, so that's cool to have um because don't not love doing powers and then there's another world where you cross over and you can meet all the aspirations and you have to decide which ones to help or not which will affect the real world and uh the world may or may not end because of what you do um it looks fucking confusing but it's don't nod the art style is really cool um lena rain is doing the music for it so like obviously she did celeste music so um that's awesome as well i don't really know what's going on all i know is that yes i want to play it is about how i feel for this one what do you reckon, Kieran? Um, yeah, cool. It looks good. <laughs> it looks very different, though. Like I don't know. It, it, it looks, it's just it's such a. It feels like it's such a a big move. Like you're still seeing with what don't not do, but at the same time stepping away from that. And it almost I don't know why it gives me um, either oxen free vibes or like. Uh, the artful escape for some random reason like maybe it's just the art style maybe. and just the, the the kind of the uh more fantastical nature of it but i'll be giving it a try um i don't know if i'll be giving it a try on switch or just waiting for it to come to the other i'm pretty sure it's on everything at the same time yeah. yeah it's coming to everything it's just yeah. i think it's making its debut on switch or something it's uh, no it's just i, I think they just showed the trailer during the switch yeah I think. it's coming out june so yeah. yeah then yeah i'll be playing yeah. it on something else i'm sure it'll be on game pass or something I'm sure it'll be on Game Pass. What? I was like, is it a Nintendo Direct? I'm sure it'll be on Game Pass. It's fine. Sure it'll, be. it'll be on Game Pass. Day one, Michael's it'll be on Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, next thing we had was Octopath Traveler 2. So there's demo out now if you want to play it. Of course, like they do for these RPGs all the time now, your demo progress will carry over to the full game. So if you want to check it out, you can play it for the first hour of Octopath Traveler 2. It is out February 24th. Uh, then we got Katamari, sorry, we love Katamari Reroll Plus Royal Reverie. Fucking what a name. Anyway, it's Katamari. It's now on your Switch. Uh, if you love Katamari, you can now play it on your Switch. There's something in this that's something original, on, on a character or something. Otherwise, it's Katamari on your Switch. Comes out June 2nd. Then we got C. So you drink every time, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, that's just- you fucking die. <laughs> um, then we got, I can't remember who fucking tweeted it. Maybe it was Vux, like actual uh, Vux Vux himself. But I saw someone tweet when this came up, the exact same thought I had, which was Golden Sun. Because like, <laughs> that's a fucking franchise that I've been waiting to have a return for years. Like I was such a big like part of my childhood playing the Golden Sun games on um, Game Boy. But anyway, it's not Golden Sun. It's a new thing called Sea of Stars. Very much looks like Golden Sun. Uh, but a uh, JRPG, uh, very cool uh, sort of pixel art style, retro-inspired music and everything like that. Um, there's going to be a free demo out. I've downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I've been playing too many fucking Steam Nexus demos and stuff. But out of all the RPG stuff that was in this particular uh, direct, this is the one that tickles my fancy the most. So. Um, I don't know if you cared about this at all, anyone else, but... No, it looks really good, and uh, it, uh, other key point, it's a prequel to The Messenger. Yeah, sorry, that's the, that is the other thing. I keep can, I can can forgetting, because I've never played The Messenger. But that's true, it is a prequel to The Messenger. <laughs> which was a complete, obviously, a side-scrolling, like... Yes, um, so it's nothing at all, like, which is why I always forget. <laughs> Metroidvania, but, yeah, so... Yes, sorry. But Sea of Stars looks really cool. 
I don't know. I've never played the messenger. I don't really care about the messenger. I'm sure I'd like it maybe, but I'm, I've no plans to play it. But this thing looks cool nonetheless. Yeah, this looks like old school turn based. Yeah, JRPG. Yeah, good shit. Uh, then we had a, a Mega Striker. So this is a three. It's air hockey, but you're like playing as actual characters. I guess is the easiest way to play it and describe it. Um, it's free to play. It's coming soon. I'll try it. It's free to yep. play. Why not? <laughs> Your characters have got special abilities. RIP Knockout City. Um, so then we got... <laughs> it, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying any game that shows up in the Nintendo Direct is free to play that we turns out to be good. Usually just yeah, RIP Knockout City. Um, Atrian Odyssey Origins Collection um, is a collection of three dungeon crawlers. Um, you can also buy this separate... I, don't know anything about these games. I Googled them. People said they they got really high review scores and stuff, so I'm sure people care. I personally don't know anything, though, so it's hard for me to, to have anything to say. Um, Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. They have a new release date. So April 21st is when Russia will be over <laughs> will, and Ukraine uh, will, will win the war because that's when they're going to release the game because they delayed this game originally because of the war in Ukraine, so that must be a sign. So. All jokes aside, the game is releasing April 21st. Not April 1st. It's not a joke. It's April 21st. Kirby's Retreating the Dreamland Deluxe. So the trailer mostly focused on a new epilogue that will be available after you beat this game's story mode. In this, you'll play as a new character, or maybe not a new character, maybe it's a character that's in the game. I don't know. I haven't played it before. Anyway, the character's name Maglor, um, and in the epilogue, they'll start with no powers at all, and then you'll be able to play through the game, and you'll slowly get more powers back, and um, their abilities return, and so on and so forth. Uh, kind of cool. I still want to play this. As I said last time, I think we discussed it because I never played it. It was on Wii U. That's just a sentence in general. Um, so yeah, I'm keen to try it out. But then they went through a bunch of Switch Online stuff, and here was some of the the big hits for a lot of people. Obviously, I think so. Game Boy, oh, sorry, just Game Boy games are now available to everyone. To sort of, um, you can you got access to that. You can you can do that. You just need like. Um, just download that um, with the online if you've got Nintendo online um, the launch library games were Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, 6 Golden Coins Edition or whatever, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyles Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alien in the Dark uh, The New Nightmare, Metroid 2 Return of Samus Warrior Land 3, Kirby's Dreamland and then they also announced that you'll have the ability to play locally or online with a bunch of these, of course, like you can with Nintendo 64 and other stuff. And you'll have the option to switch between Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, and Game Boy Color filters. And then if you have Nintendo or Switch Online Plus Expansion Plus and you're subscribed to that, you get access to Game Boy Advance games and the launch library of those were Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Game, uh, Kuri Kuri Kuru Win. Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, also known as the best Zelda game. Um, all of those are out now. Um, I downloaded the, um, had a had a go through a little bit of everything. Um, I was playing, um, shout out to Jamie who saw me, um, you know, friend of the show, listener of the show, who saw that I was online, just invited me to play some um, Mario Kart. So I played a, a few couple tournaments of mario kart that were did not you kick him. your ass like usual no 
I mean, he won, but like I, I came in second, and like I, like there was a few races where I was only by second. Like I was definitely a lot better at the Game Boy version of Mario Kart than I'm. I'm never playing him in Mario Kart 64. Like never. I fucking never played that game as a kid. I don't know how anyone plays it. I'm never playing Mario Kart 64 ever again. It's fucking. It was disgusting. I'm pretty sure he overlapped me at some point. It was. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Anyway. Um, oh no, Ash! Do you? I don't think you ever owned a Game Boy, right? I don't know if you have. Any I owned a Game Boy. Did you? Okay. A, a Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's cool that these games are being added. Finally, we can play Tetris the way it was intended in that grayscale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just in time for the movie that's going to come out later this year. Um, yeah. I mean, a it, it, bunch of cool games. Obviously, the the Metroid tie-in, Kirby tie-in, smart. It's not like mm-hmm. giving people a little bit of taste of stuff that's going to come later. So, yeah, I think it, it obviously something that's been long rumored and like uh, definitely continues to make expansion pass and just Nintendo Online a worthwhile worth investment. It. More worthwhile. With the library. Yeah. yeah. And the, a lot of the games that they're going to be adding, you know, Golden Sun, the, yeah. the other two Zelda games. I don't. And Pokemon Trading Card, the game. The original. The original game, which I played a lot of as a kid. So, yep. fuck yes. Will they you're... send me the card that came with the game when I brought it as a kid? We shall see. Do you reckon they'll ever add Pokemon Red and Blue? That would... Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's hard to say for sure. I feel like... I don't know. I hmm, I don't want to say. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a hard one. That's a very hard one, I feel. So, they'll be like, fuck it. Here's Yellow. <laughs> the only version oh, you really have <laughs> you know no we can't pick you only get one you just get yellow and then I and you only get crystal we're not we're just putting on the third version we're just putting on the the, the best version of every game maybe um Karen do you have any nostalgia or anything for Game Boy or Game Boy Advance um I played a lot of I guess random shit on Game Boy and uh, Game Boy Advance when I was growing up Lots of you traditional Pokemon, but I always remember just having a whole bunch of like movie tie-in games and just like random bits and pieces that was just you know whatever whatever was given. Like I remember a Monsters Inc. game. I can remember like Shrek games and stuff like that. Like I guess because of the platform was so easy to make games for, um, they they just had it. So I think I spent more time on the Advance and the the original Game Boy Color than I ever did with the Nintendo DS. Um, you know, there's that meme that pops up every now and then of of um trying to play it in the car and trying to use the street lights because the original kind of game boys weren't backlit mm-hmm. um like it, it's it's yeah it, it brings back a lot of those memories and, and the good ones but i can never say I, I i never i never played those games for the story or to win grace it was just kind of passing the time and the the, the gameplay of while traveling yeah i um out of all these ones i need like the only ones I per- like, I've never played Metroid Two. I'd, I'd like, I'm never going to finish it, but I wouldn't mind like just starting and having a, a little bit of a dabble around. Wouldn't yep. mind having a little bit of a dabble around in Kirby's Dream Land. Wouldn't mind having a little dabble around in Mario Land Three either. Uh, all, all those selections there. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, another game I wouldn't mind having a little bit of a dabble around. And then Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, the best Zelda game ever made. That's the only one in this list that I'd love to actually sit down and do a, a proper just full start the playthrough again. Um, because I talk so much and make jokes about how that's the best Zelda game. I feel like I'm obligated to. So, 
All right, then the next thing we had was Metroid Prime Remastered. It's out. They shadow dropped it. Um, the game was leaked about a year ago. Everyone keeps saying that they held on to this for a year. I fully believe that. I actually do believe they've just held on until a time when they were wanting to drop it. So, And they just decided, that nah, fuck, it's out now. Um, I brought it. I haven't had a chance to play it at all. I do want to play it. Uh, by all reports, it's awesome. I haven't seen anyone say anything bad about it other than the fact that they got rid of the credits for the original people who worked on the game from the credit sequence. So that's naughty. Tut, tut, Nintendo. Um, patch that in and fix that. Otherwise, um, really cool. I don't know if anyone else has, wants or cares about Metro Prime Remastered. Uh, I've always wanted to play Metro Prime. I can remember playing it on a friend's GameCube a couple of times, but um, I have not purchased it yet. And I don't think I will. Like, I'm not sure unless people start talking about it because I've overflowing with FOMO apparently. But um, <sighs> uh it looks cool it looks really good some of the screenshots i've seen look really pretty um so yeah it's a great thing to shadow drop or to remaster i think it's a, it's a great um moment i guess in this nintendo showcase was this release and, and the trailer overall mm. uh then we got master detective archives rain code so this is the detective game i was saying before that i'm looking forward to the most this is from the the people that made the danganronpa game so I'm I'm keen as um but they they announced this one I think like a year ago um and I was straight away like yeah fuck yeah um which is about how I feel about it now it's, now I know I have a release date though it's coming out June thirtieth so it's similar in the fact that you sort of explore and you find evidence and whatever else and there's supernatural elements and stuff happening but and then after you do all that when you do a when you accuse someone of being the the, the criminal, then you enter something that looks sort of similar to, I guess, the court cases that happen in Danganronpa, um, once you sort of have to decide who's the murderer and stuff like that. I'm sure you're going to be making relationships with characters and, you know, building, you know, do stuff, go out, date some, I don't know, all the typical sort of stuff. But yeah, this is, I'm, I'm keen for this both on, it, even without the Danganronpa people involved, I'd be like, still, I'd still say it looks cool, but obviously that's that little bit of information pushes it a little bit further in my my keenness factor, I guess. Uh, then we got Baton Katos 1 and 2 HD Remaster, another set of games I've never heard of. I Google, Google says they're good games. They were on GameCube. Thank you, Google. Um, RPGs sort of thing. I don't know if they ever released, maybe in America, maybe that's the thing. Like outside of Japan, maybe that was a story. But uh, Fancy Life, I, The Girl Who Steals Time. Terrible title. Um, a lot of people were really hyped about this though. So this is the first like sort of proper fancy life game that's come out in ages. So they were really popular on, I think 3DS was when they were like one, the first major one came out and yeah. they, uh, people fell in love with it there. And then they sort of just fumbled the ball from then on. They tried to like make a sequel, wasn't that good. And then they did this whole online thing and whatever else. But anyway, this is the first like sort of proper game we've had in ages for the, the, the series. But yeah, so I saw a lot of people on my Twitter feed like, OMG, this was their game of the... And which is the, which is what comes back to my point. Like, if you never or don't know anything about Fantasy Life, I'm sure you're watching this going, what the fuck? I don't care about this. Like, what? this looks terrible. But there were people on my Twitter feed losing their mind. Like, this is like more about this than Zelda. So, because they were probably playing this when they were like teenagers on 3DS and mm. st stuff like that. So, um. I don't. I never actually personally played it. I knew a couple of people who would play it. Um, I would say I would say this looks perfectly fine as a sort of 
what it was it's like a it's a rpg crossed with like i don't know you, you talk relationship Oops, building animal crossing farm like, i guess but yeah animal crossing with fighting adventures. yeah <laughs> yeah we're fighting like monsters and stuff yeah but you're like <laughs> hey, you went on adventures in animal crossing you yeah plane ride sometimes that's true that's a good point yeah um i don't know animal crossing with combat yeah i i think it looks i'm intrigued i'm not like super like i, I based on the way everyone talks about it i'd give it a little bit more of time based on that I guess then I would have if I didn't already know people were hyped about it. That's sort of how I felt on it. Um, it's coming out later this year on Nintendo Switch. So uh, this this next one. So they start this stream. They tease us like, hey, we're going to look at like the f- stuff that's coming out f- in the near future. Everything in this is like for the first next six months, like f- for on the Switch. And then they drop a fucking teaser trailer for a new Professor Layton game with no information at all. And I'm like. <laughs> <sighs> Does this fall under the same rule? Are you saying the new Professor Layton game comes out before June? Or are you just like throwing out a, a wild, like this doesn't, or oh, this doesn't count for the whole, this is like when Xbox showed the trailer for um, Silk Song and then people were like, yeah. you said everything in this was coming out before whatever this date was. Is that count? And then the Xbox later was like, you totally got it. And they were like, anyway, I don't know if anyone cares yeah. about, prof- prof- does anyone here care about? Prof- it's prof- always prof- a franchise. I've, yeah. wanted- I've wanted to try. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to jump in and try it it's always got that quirkiness and that kind of charm to it that i've always wanted to i just never have yeah because it was the start um, on the ds right so yeah so i i haven't yeah. played all of them i played i think two and a half maybe or three and a half something like that um on yeah on all on uh all on three uh, 3ds or ds combination of ds 3ds um but yeah they're they're um what do you call it so for people who don't know like because it's been a while since one came out puzzle like, games right yeah. Yeah, they're puzzle games. Like you, but they're like they're, they're really cool narratives, like cinematics, character characters, really cool and everything. But then, like you just yeah, there's like little puzzles you got to do to solve things. And obviously on the 3ds, it was like you're drawing stuff with the stylus to solve them yeah. and whatever else that that was like a big part of them. But super super popular IP um, that spawned like spinoffs and yeah. all these other sorts of things. And, and I was surprised because so. I thought they'd retired the character. I thought so too. So, <laughs> but you know, anytime I, yeah. retired things can come back. That's why yeah, they're retired. Yeah, that's what you like to believe. Yeah. Not cancelled. Not cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Booster Course Pass. So, um, Yoshi's Island and Birdo are being added to the game with Wave Four. Um, they continue to add more to this game. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, <laughs> then we got when we got that championship. When you put the belt on the line. When you put the belt on. When you stop shirking yeah. your challenges. You know what? I've I've looked at the competition or the potential competition. You know what? There is no competition. There's nobody worth my time on this circuit. There's nobody worth my effort. So somebody needs to find a way to prove themselves worthy of me putting up the belt because... Sounds like Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> just one-on-one with Jamie and then we just give him the belt and he can have it forever, you know? <laughs> nah. Nah. Calm down, Roman Reigns. Um, more. So then they had a montage. Do you want? Thank you. I am the Roman Reigns <laughs> of the Explosion Network. Thank you. I am the head of the podcast. You just never I wrestle, am. and then you know you have your mates come along and like yeah. throw red shells at other people, yeah. uh, and yeah. win it for you. Yep. Exactly. This is. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's weird. You talk ah. like Paul Heyman <laughs> constantly. <laughs> 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 oh shit oh shit wow. <laughs> took that as a negative when Paul Heyman's one of the best speakers in the entire wrestling industry yes you know, but so. his character is a slimy scumbag 
be a coincidence. Um, <laughs> uh, then we had a montage, so Minecraft Legends, Blunt, which is out soon. Mega Man, Bell Network, Legacy Collection, Have a Nice Day, WBSCE, Baseball, Power Pros. Brought that, haven't played it. Only brought People it are going, f- enjoying that, yeah. and it's like super yeah. cheap. <laughs> it's $1.49, and everyone thought it was a mistake. That is legit, just the price. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't really beat that. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley and then Tales of Symphonia, the Symphonia Remastered. That's a Switch game. I don't know if I can oh, okay. No, sorry. Yeah. Wrong podcast. Yeah, wrong podcast. Um, and then they had, of course, they ended the show with the one more thing, and the one more thing was exactly what we thought the one more thing was going to be, which was The Legends of Tears, Tears, Tears of the, of the Kingdom. Kingdom. Uh, brand new trailer. Shows off that Zelda has a car. Um, sorry, Link has a car. Um, Zelda has a fucking um, losing potentially her powers. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, I can't keep up. Narrative-wise, Link's got Link's lost his arm. He's got like yep. a mechanical arm. It's like Finn the Human. Yeah. Or, or, or Edward Elric. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there, but it looks very good. It looks. I still don't believe this is running on the Switch because there's like parts where the Link's running <laughs> around the world and then Link's in the air and he's... You know, like, I'm just like, sure, I'm, somehow. I don't know if it's running at 20 frames per second, but um, what do you reckon, Kieran? Uh, look, my I was I first popped over Matt, uh, Matthew Mercer, Mercer doing the voice of Ganon. Um, that's pretty fucking Is that nice. a thing? Um, yeah. Confirmed? That is the, the voice at the start of the uh, trailer. Yeah, is Ganon. Matthew Mercer's doing Ganon's voice. We oh, okay. Yelling at his minions. Wishing? Wishing it's Ganon. No, are we? Well, he talks about my minions and stuff. Oh, no, yeah, I know it's Ganon. I know, but are we, how do we know it's 100% Matthew Mercer? The internet has confirmed Definitely. It. The, the okay, internet right. has confirmed that it was Matthew Mercer okay. because people are going wild because Matthew Mercer cosplayed as Ganon like eight. Okay, right. It was in like I, a like, special um, video or something. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. Ganon, but I didn't know it was Matthew Mercer. So. No, it's definitely 100,000% Matthew Mercer. Okay. Um, but. No, I'm excited for this. I still need to finish Breath of the Wild. But once again, like you said, Breath of the Wild has its struggles running on Switch. And that came out upon the Switch's when it started. release window. <laughs> yeah, like, like six months after it was out. Now, like this is now... And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how much of the original map is there. How much of what the changes they make to it, what um, differential, you know, what, what what has evolved, what has changed. At the same time, how big is going to be the sky areas of this, you know, that, that was a major part of several of the um, initial trailers or teasers. So how big is that? And then on top of it all, the important question for most people in, you know, who, who enjoyed Breath of the Wild, have they got rid of weapon degradation? Not for everyone. Apparently, some people love that. Those people are sadists. Yeah, I know. Listen, there's, you know, they want it to be super realistic. Yeah, I, I love a game where I can use a sword four times and have to find a new one. <laughs> exactly. 100%. It's so nice. Love that. In my, my Zelda games, not my fucking survival games. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm keen. I, um, I'm never going to finish Breath of the Wild, I've decided. So, uh, after I too have tried like many times to actually get to the end and never actually do it, but I'm just giving up. So, I'm never, I'll just start with this one. It's fine. When does this actually come out? Like March? May 12th. Or? May 12th. May 12th. Okay. 
That's funny you talk. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go into this. I've watched enough people fucking stream and play that game that I honestly feel like I've played it, even though I haven't. So that's where my brain, if I swear if you like put me on the lie detector test and ask me to say if I've played it or not, and I said yes, it'd probably come through as the truth. Because my brain probably thinks I have. I think I could lie. I think I passed test. I reckon I could. I watch people speed run this shit. Like I, I know how to be- Yeah, but speedrunning this shit doesn't mean play, because you skip majority of the storyline speedrunning this. So? Because all you do is you do the first section and then you come out yep. and then you slot and then you like throw a pot and you like yep. hit the pot three times while it's in stasis and then you just sail across the sky and the pot straight to where you got to go. Yeah, to the castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. GG. Two E's. Link's a legend. I've watched the game be played normally, obviously. I'm just saying, like, I've, I've watched it like be played multiple different ways. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen for this. I'm definitely, definitely keen for this. The thing is also that when I never. I never got my Switch at launch until later. So I've always had this like thing of like, once I got my Switch, I've been constantly trying to like sort of play catch up for Zelda, but there's always been something else. So um, at least I'll be playing this one with the, with the, the drop sort of thing. So, all right, that is it. That's everything. Whoa, 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 Dylan. I know you're wanting to wrap up the show and I know we've been going a bit long, but I couldn't let us talk, do this episode of Arca Couch without bringing up an article that you wrote this week. Yeah, okay. Whoa! Just when I thought I was out, when I thought I'd lived down all the naysayers talking about Mario Kart Live Home Circuit not being good, they go and pull me back in with Hot Wheels. Velen Studios have announced they are using the same tech behind Mario Kart Live Home Circuit to bring Hot Wheels Rift Rally, a mixed reality racer, to PlayStation and Apple. Dylan, you pick up the press. I appreciate, I appreciate you at least uh, you've, you've read the right article to find my my good uh, opening paragraph there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good opening paragraph. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will be picking this up. And no, I didn't bring it into the show because I didn't want to listen to you and Kieran talk shit about fucking Mario Kart uh, Live in 10, 15 minutes. It's just Kieran. Oh, you're already, you've already Fuck been a fan, actually. have you? You've been on board of this no, shit story just as much as no, I have. No, it's been purely caring. You've been... This is isn't like all life. the other times where I jump ship. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is... You jump ship. No, fuck off, dear. You jump so ship. Because we both know that his fucking Mario Kart Live shit is just collecting dust. His little cardboard boxes are fucking recycling themselves already. There's no fucking signposts anymore there. And... Know. You know, the important question Dylan just has to ask himself, and the answer will be yes. Does he have more space on his shelves for collectible knickknacks? The answer is actually no. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is a while ago, no. Um, but, but, yes, I, yeah, but you just move. But yes, I want to get this. Right? Obviously, yes, I want to get this. What the? Why wouldn't I want to get this? Look at look at at Kieran. They've like they've uh, taken care of your number one complaint. What was his number one complaint? All, all the gates are made of plastic, oh, not cardboard. <laughs> that was the number one. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was your number one complaint. <laughs> What's all this yeah. cardboard number bullshit? One was Dylan was spending all this money and then was only using it like twice. Now, yeah, I, I, let me. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll say something now. And I'm willing to make a bet. Oh no! Because no, no, no! Because <laughs> bet you have full control okay. over, and I feel like that. That um. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I, I can I guarantee... Yeah, it's, like, it's like people betting out. or sports All betting. Before Mario Kart Live came out, you were like, man, 
if I had the time for it, I would I have so much like content out of this. It would be fun. I could make like consecration yeah. of different maps and stuff. And cool as YouTube. Yeah. How many fucking content creators are doing that? Fucking none. So I would have been the first. <laughs> now you got Hot Wheels. <laughs> now I got Hot Wheels. Beat that. And guess what? Think Karen? about it. You can do the exact same track 140 different times because there's 140 different cars <laughs> you can change. That's true. So each race, cool each video if- will be different. It'd be cool if, like, somehow, and they'll never do this, the technology was, like, the Hot Wheels cars was the size of a normal Hot Wheels car. It wasn't, like, a big-ass one. It's a small one. And you could build, like, use the ramps and stuff and, like, the real-life circuits in it. That'd be kind of sick. I'd be well, on board. Clearly, they just need to make the ramps and stuff the size of this. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you a couple of cool things about like this one. very big. Okay. Uh, a, you can do four-play races in this one. So, that's pretty cool. And Whoa, four players? That means you have to buy four cars? Yeah, Whoa. That's right. And then B, this is coming. And four switches? Whoa. No, no, no. no it's coming to PlayStation. Like no, no mate. This isn't coming to Switch. Oh. It's coming to oh. PlayStation and Apple. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's getting the Hot Wheels Rift Rally Platinum? <laughs> this motherfucker. I mean, right coming here. to Apple is actually very smart. I mean, it is actually. I think it's it, mobile. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Like, I will you say, could, like, be the cool. Play it if anywhere. It works with PSVR. Literally. I would say that's pretty pog. If it worked with PSVR, I'd be like, okay. I mean, technically, it. anything works with PSVR, so. Yeah. It's fighting big screen mode. So no, I, I it's yeah, it's interesting mixed uh, PlayStation Apple, but yeah. Anyway, is it, anything else to say? Or you, you good? Good. No, no I think this was yeah. a good detour. Yeah. Good, good detour. Very good. Great <laughs> All right, let's know your uh, thoughts on everything mentioned in the show, beat Hot Wheels or anything from Nintendo Direct, or of course, question show, which was what was your favorite demo from the Steam Next Fest? If you've played any. Uh, do that by Discord or Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com slash support to buy us a coffee. Help keep the lights, mines, and sites of explosionnetwork.com running. And see you here next time, same time, same catch. Goodbye.